You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We're starting to bounce back a little bit as an offensive unit the last couple of days of scrimmage, but the D-line's been great. The DBs have, you know, a ton of confidence. You know, I've spoke on, on this a ton, but um, I'm really excited for them this year. They look like a, a real good group right now, a new group, new confidence, and uh, I'm excited for them and for us, our team. And we're four and eight until we prove it differently. You guys, you guys better play with the chip on your shoulder. We better not come out flat because until we win on, on you know, October 31st or September 7th or whenever the games are, we're still a four and eight football team, and that's what everyone perceives you as right now. So it's time to prove people wrong. And welcome here to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, as we are in now almost the dog days of fall camp as Nebraska's crossed almost the halfway point here. We're about two weeks away from the season opener against South Alabama. And a couple of storylines here to get to out of the gates uh, from what really is the second full week of fall camp for the Huskers. Number one, Jakeem Green made it to Lincoln. He's on campus going through practice Looks like a guy that could help Nebraska. It'll be more of an interesting thing to see kind of where he's at physically on that end. JoJo Doman has been on the practice field for Nebraska after uh, rejoining the team this past Friday, was in full pads. Uh, Nebraska looks to be adding as well another transfer player, uh, Jake, or excuse me, Zach Schlager out of McCook, uh, the linebacker from Colorado State, scholarship player, leaving the scholarship to walk on at Nebraska. Did I miss anything, Robin and Nate? I know there's been a lot that's happened um, this week, but uh, those are kind of some of the major topic points that have kind of played out here as the weeks come to an end. Yeah, the only other one would be uh, the looming return of Cam Jurgens to 100% availability. Um, still, uh, you know, working his way back off that injury, but sounds like uh, relatively soon here he's going to get thrown, you know, fully into the mix. And uh, he's the guy that you know a lot of people pegged as the you know projected starter you know, as long as he could stay healthy. And if he's you know good enough to go full practice, then um, that might change the complexion of that center competition over the next you know week and a half of fall camp. Yeah, one other one would be Ronald Tompkins. Mm. Um, making making his appearance on, on the 110, and um, we were able to see him go through practice a little bit early. They're high on, on him, on Nate. Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, he looked really good in drills. Obviously, you know, he was just in uh, in a shirt and shorts. as he Underwear, gets, as yeah, Eric Shenander would say. Exactly, going through <laughs> the acclimation period, but um, not wearing any knee braces uh, on his on his knees that he's had injured um, in the past, but – but he looked he looked really good in, in drills and everything that we saw. So um, yeah, that's just yet another body in that uh, in that running back stable for Ryan Held. Either you're a big knee brace guy as a staff, or you're not. And you get the sense this staff is not a big. We've had staffs in Nebraska where everyone's worn like dang near ten pounds of knee braces, and uh, to the line that they don't wear those anymore, do they, Nate? No. So yeah, it used to be, you know, I think under the, the Callahan regime, yeah, especially under Callahan, um, every, if you were a lineman, offense, defense, whatever, you had to wear knee braces all the time. It did not matter. Um, yeah, they, every, every lineman had two sets of knee braces. They were heavy. Yeah. And, and they are heavy. And, and I know, especially the defensive linemen, they hated that because it felt like you were really restricted and, and obviously, um, you know, some of those guys are not used to, to wearing those and it, and it kind of holds you back. So, uh, but yeah, this staff, you know, I think that, uh, I think they, they don't want guys to be restricted. They want guys to go out and make plays and, and feel comfortable. Now, Jakeem Green, this one interests me just because we got a chance to see him in practice without pads on. And let me tell you, he, he's, he's got a pretty good frame. And 
Um, I joked on a couple other shows this week. He reminds you when when we go on those bowl trips to in Nebraska, played like Georgia or South Carolina or Tennessee from the SEC, and you just see big defensive linemen walking around the hotels. And and and, Jake, and Jakeem Green looks like one of those types of guys because he should be in the SEC. He wouldn't be at Nebraska if the math class he was taking would be allowed in the SEC. And they get a real steal here, Robin. And they're not dismissing the fact that Jakeem Green could play. And I, I think it's a real battle. Do you say, well, all right, we can get maybe 15 quality snaps a game out of him now, redshirt him, develop him, and down the road, could he get 40 snaps a game for two years? And I think it's going to be a real debate to decide kind of what path to go with Jakeem Green. It will be a debate, and a lot of it is going to hinge, one, on how quickly uh, Jakeem can get up to speed on the defense. I mean, I'm sure defensive line is maybe one of the easier positions to, to catch up on. Um, but also, you know, what the rest of that defensive line is going to do. I mean, they already had a pretty substantial amount of veteran depth on that group to where – you know, unless Jakeem comes out and is clearly head and shoulders the best player on the team or on that group, um, maybe you you just hold back a little bit, play him in his four games, preserve that year of eligibility. So when the Davis brothers move on, when Darian Daniels moves on, you know, you have a guy that is a clear cut bona fide starter ready to hit, hit the ground running with two years of eligibility left. That, In my opinion, that's probably the smart move. But if Jakeen comes in there and sets the world on fire and is, like I said, uh, the best player on that defensive line, I don't think you have a choice. You have to play him because this is a year where um, you got to take full advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, you got to win football games, and if he can come in and help you win football games, then I think you have to play him. I know from the from the coach's perspective, I'm sure <laughs> being able to play him in four games and, and save that year of eligibility, that would be ideal. Uh, but I tell you this, I mean, Jakeem Green did not come to Nebraska to redshirt and then have two more years. I mean, he came to play and make an impact right away. And, um, you know, he, he thinks that he's an NFL type of talent. And, um, you know, I, I, he certainly looks the part. Uh, you know, The from, lower body. Yeah, I mean, shoot. Yeah. He's got a trunk on him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and for – they said he came in at 327 pounds. Well, he carries 327 as good as yeah. – is. And he's he, not missing he leg day. And no. he moves. Like, he, he was doing stuff like where they were like, taking out his feet and he was, like, getting down on the ground. His mobility for that size is incredible. Yeah. It's, so, I mean, the, like you said, Sean, this is a guy that had offers from Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee. Um, I mean – all those SEC teams wanted him, and, and they didn't recruit him to come in and, and redshirt either. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I was I was surprised, pleasantly surprised by how he looked. I mean, obviously didn't it didn't look like he'd been sitting at home in South Carolina um, eating chips on on the couch all, all all day every day. I mean, it looked like he'd been uh, you know putting some work in. So so we'll see what happens. And th just through our experience, you know, with JUCO guys, it's been twenty good years of kind of watching JUCO guys come and go. I think you almost know almost day one, week one, what you're getting. I mean, like Levante David, Randy Gregory, you knew when Maurice Purify, you knew when these guys got to Lincoln and just looked at them. Carl Nix, you're like, oh, gosh, yeah, we don't have a guy that looks like him. And I, I think Jakeem is in that camp where there have been other Juco guys that have come here before, and you watch the Juco film and you get excited, and they get here with the rest of the Husker players, and you're kind of like, okay, maybe – Let's kind of tread water here a little bit before we get too carried away. I think Jakeem Green could be more in that Randy Gregory, Levante David, 
Diedrich Mills, Maurice Purify, where you know this guy is going to be a player here. Yeah, I agree. And that's, I mean, before he even practiced his first practice as a Husker, Eric Shenander saying that he could challenge for a starting job. So clearly the coaching staff has very lofty expectations for him, and that's why they made him such a priority to get him here. And uh, I don't see any reason why he can't be a factor. And um, maybe push for a starting job. I mean, if it seemed like we kind of had that defensive line set in stone. They got their top six set right now. But, I mean, Jakeem Green is a difference maker. And if he I mean, if he ends up panning out uh, to this level of hype that's already been set for him, uh, it's going to be very difficult to keep him off the field. It's more, Nate, what's a matter of worth burning the redshirt for? Is 15 to 20 good snaps a game worth it? I mean, is that a difference from winning the Big Ten West? Yeah, well, and, and the thing about it is I, I think he can play multiple positions up yeah, front. Yeah, insider, and Shenander said that. Yeah, and so, you know, if you're able to, to keep the nose tackles fresh and, and help keep the ends fresh by inserting Jakeem Green in there and rotating those guys, you know, the, in the long run, by the, by the time the, the meat of your schedule, especially the Big Ten West, you know, when you're, when you're facing uh, Iowa at the end of the season, if those guys are fresh – I mean, that can make a huge difference. And, and so, I, you know, I, I think Jakeem Green looks like a guy that's going to probably play. Um, you know, again, we'll, we'll see. Uh, he obviously wasn't in pads or anything today or when we were able to see him. So, um, you know, the jury's still kind of out. But just off of looks um, alone, I think that he's a guy that, that looks like a difference maker. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue this discussion of fall camp. Next, you're listening here to the Oscar Line Show.